So you decided to host Thanksgiving this year, huh? Well, whether you've never hosted before or have hosted a hundred times, if you're not prepared for everything Thanksgiving's going to throw at you, you're already dead. So stick around and we're going to show you how to have the best Thanksgiving ever. through all the shit holidays we found ourselves at the precipice of the good holidays that's right little league season is over boys cough cough halloween that's right it is big lights Mm -hmm. big stage big holidays this is new york city running broadway for the first time here that's right you are not on jv anymore hits come different around here this is thanksgiving which of course we all know is the gatekeeper Mm -hmm. to the granddaddy of them all um but here this is yeah uh this is something that we talked about for a bit that we wanted to do, and it's the the garage time best Thanksgiving ever. Yeah, and I could not be more excited. No, we, we've spent many a night talking about this. I mean, we already know kind of what to do, but putting the ideas together to really give a, a an education, hey, I think, is what know, we can call this. I mean, there's a lot that goes. I mean, Thanksgiving, there's a there's always like an internal battle that I have to fight in my house mm-hmm. uh, about you know, and then hang on. To be fair, they're pretty good. You know, kids always want to jump into Christmas. Uh, the wife, she agrees with me that Thanksgiving's important and we need to uh, keep it in in uh, reverence, mm-hmm. right? We need to make mm-hmm. sure it gets its due. But so many people, they just want to skip right to it because right. they think, well, uh, Thanksgiving's blah, 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 this and that. And it's not. There's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. So much more. To so it. much more. And that's where all these people get in trouble where you oh, I'll host Thanksgiving. What is it? Yeah. Yeah, I got I got to buy a bird to put in the oven, and that'd be the end of it. That's right. And now, fucking first you know, mistake, Uncle Charles and Aunt Diane, they're getting divorced. That's yeah. all because you had a terrible Thanksgiving, right? Right. Because you couldn't all your host fault. it. And people will think that okay, well, I can cook the food. I'm at least good at cooking the food. That's only thirty percent of it. Yeah, now yeah. it's a big thirty yeah. percent. Yeah. Have but. you ever cooked food with like? Pellets being thrown at your head, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like constantly. On a live, live fire range. That's Have you right. ever tried to cook That's a turkey? Right. I don't think so. And most of these people, right, what do they do? Especially like the young up-and-comers, the young kids. Maybe it's their first apartment or townhouse or they just bought a house mm-hmm. and they want to host it. Well, they're also still going out and getting blitzkrieg the night before. Mm. Can't do that. Can't do that. Biggest bar night of the year, for those who don't know, is Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving, which baffles me to this day. Well, it's because it's the day when before you, a holiday, everybody's coming no, home. Yeah, it's because but, it's the first holiday that you would leave to go home to from college. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, whatever. I mean, not a fan. No. Not, I just, I never was. It's too so busy. Not. There's too much going on. There's too many 21 year olds out there. Yeah. But, you know, the thing, and like I said, most people. They make that, that's their first year. So the, the Thanksgiving hasn't even started and you're already fucking up. Right? So no bar, if you're hosting the next day, no bar for you. All right. And I know a lot of you out there probably saying, huh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm big tummy tough guy, right? 
I can drink, I can do it. Yeah. Think of it this way. You got a lot of prep you need to do. So no bar for you. And you're going to be doing prep all night on Wednesday night. Because it's kind of like foreplay. The more you do before the main course, the easier the main's going to be. Allegedly. So they tell me. So I, I wanted to start this off with a quote from the late, great Johnny Carson. And Johnny once said about Thanksgiving that Thanksgiving is an emotional holiday. People travel thousands of miles to be with people they only see once a year. And then they discover once a year is too much. So that is what your Thanksgiving inevitably, indubitably, is going to be. Whether people are coming from far away or down the street, you will realize at the end of this that that was probably enough for the year. However, if you don't control it, I mean, that's your best case scenario. Your worst case scenario, I don't think they'll allow us to put it on the internet right now. So, But we're going to frame this next 45 minutes to an hour or so around a hosting based on this menu. Now, you may have your own recipes and stuff like that, but we're not. This isn't Rachel Ray in the fucking garage, all right? Like Alex, like you said, these. The cooking is one thing. It's all the other things no one thinks about. The cues, the timings, the pressure points, the, the oh shit, is, is everything going to fall apart? That's what we got to look at. So let me, let me just run down. I know I'm getting on a little bit. I'm yep. a little excited. Let me run down the general recipe list that we're going to kind of walk through on this. So hors d'oeuvres, deviled eggs, shrimp cocktail, veggie tray, very... Typical stuff. Sides, we've got stuffing, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, and a green bean casserole. For your main, you got a spatchcock turkey. More on that later. And then for dessert, of course, pumpkin pie. That's right. Uh, And so, assuming that you've done any type of prep the night before, your first question that's going to come into your mind when you wake up first thing in the morning, around 9 in the morning... And get up, take a shower, get dressed. You're going to go to put on a pot of coffee and you're going to go to pour pour your first cup of coffee. Do I need a shot of whiskey or rum or whatever your preferred uh, spirit is in this coffee to get my day started? Because you're going to have this this underlying sense of doom that Mm -hmm. you're... Not that's not behind you that you're walking towards. Right, right. So so, so that's that's a valid question you're going to have first thing in the morning. Exactly, and it's... It really comes down to you can have it now, or maybe you can save that one you get during the day for a sneak in the middle of the afternoon somewhere. I personally would advise it in the morning with a cup of coffee. You will need something, something of your choice to take your mind off of something. Mm -hmm. And if that's, oh my God, I'm drinking hard liquor at 9 a.m., well, you know, desperate times, desperate measures, right? So... There's, there's worse things you could do, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if you need to sneak one when the kids aren't looking, yeah, go ahead. Drop a little Kahlua in there. Put a little Bailey's. Put a little Jim Beam. Mm-hmm. I had a wedding once. They didn't have anything for coffee, which is really weird. Jim Beam, Jim Beam worked just fine. But so after that, you've got business to attend to. You're in this weird part that's mm-hmm. too early to peel my fucking potatoes because mm-hmm. it's 930, but can't not be doing anything Something because there are be things done. to be done. And this is normally about the point when I know you can relate to mm-hmm. it and everybody else probably can. 
where when we were kids, no, you weren't drinking hard liquor in your coffee as a kid. No, this was the part where mom was running around giving you the most oddball orders on things mm-hmm. to clean yeah. and how to clean. Right? Like, Make sure you dust the light bulbs inside the lampshade. Right. Yeah. Mom, why am I opening up the china cabinet and cleaning behind the figurines? Yeah. Well, what is... When have we had a Thanksgiving that anyone has done anything mm-hmm. inside this china cabinet? Make sure you clean the downstairs half bathroom. Is anyone going to use this, Mom? No, it's off limits to everybody. Uh, okay. Okay. God forbid you stop and here in Detroit, you know, I've, New York's got the Macy's. We have a Thanksgiving Day parade. God mm-hmm. forbid we ever stop and look. Because it's on the TV constantly. But And you can look at it glancing as you walk through the living room. But if you stop in the living the room. Old, the old, uh, like... I'm vacuuming, but I'm vacuuming the same fucking yeah. spot, yeah. right? And she comes in like, "What? Well, no, I was vacuuming." Yeah, no, just doing exactly what you said. I'm just trying to get up this gum in the carpet. Yeah, or no, it's just it was a spot. It was a spot. I was just doing it. So, like, but that that kind of like, and then that up uh, that takes up that part. That it's not a dead time. It's an important time. No, I mean, but, and it's only about an hour and a half to two hours depending on your menu for this menu it's about two hours of, of dead time yeah or not dead time of cleaning time this is clean yeah, weird it, cleaning it's this time. void mm-hmm. but the void has to be filled with something and the void closes quickly hey the next thing you know the real prep starts yeah. right this is the slow burn up to all of these mounting tasks that you're going to have to accomplish in quick succession mm. So what we recommend for that is... This is when we pour the first glass of wine. That's right. So you start off with the shot and the coffee, and then two and a half hours later-ish, give or take, when you start the prep, that's your time to pour your first glass of wine. If you're a beer person, crack your first beer. Have a beer. Because there there is a line that you need to walk of... Keeping myself lubricated to the point that I'm not going to physically crack... And uh, harm my guests or children. But still also being able to accomplish the task at hand. Yes, because this is right? not an easy bit. The, cooking the food balancing rope is not one that is easy to tight walk. No. But you also, are go- to help you with that, That's right. you tight walk a different rope, That's which right. is balancing how drunk I get throughout the day. That's right. In this case, two wrongs sometimes do make a right. Indeed. So we've got that part done. So we're doing a turkey. We called it a spatchcock turkey. Sounds like a weird name. It's a it's an odd way to say butterfly. What we're going to do, instead of doing the normal uh, big bird that everybody sees, what we got to do is we got to cut the backbone out of this thing. We get themselves some good uh, poultry shears and cut that thing out. Now, if you are at like an existential crisis point, this is a point where you can just, if you have to, this is like the break glass moment. You can lop off with those poultry shears, like the tip of your finger. Mm. I suggest above the knuckle, so there's no like you know ambidex. There, Preferably not no, your writing hand either. Yeah, um, and that way you can cancel Thanksgiving without canceling it. Like, oh my god, I caught the tip of my finger off. Guess you guys got to like go to Ram's Horn. Yeah. So, but again, only a break glass moment. But we're gonna need to prep this bird, and so we're not gonna like I said, this isn't Rachel Ray. Uh, this definitely isn't Paula Dean. Uh, Oof. Yeah, she's, definitely not. Yeah, she's way too uh, hot verbally for mm. us. Um, so we're not going to run through how to do the recipes and all that. We will share them with you. You can see them. This is the execution of the day 
in its totality. So now we're doing all these prep points. And so right at about this time, when you're about elbow deep in the turkey, you want to have made sure prior that you had all the dishes clean. This is what you use some of that dead time for, thinking ahead, prioritizing. The sink has to be clean and empty of any dishes. A, because yes, you will need to fill that up with dishes. But more importantly, at this point in prep with the turkey, you will be elbow deep in your bird and inevitably your I always show up early uncle will be ringing your doorbell at 1 p.m. when you told everybody to arrive at 2 p.m. That's right. And so then you will have to yank your arm out of the bird, wash your hands like you're scrubbing for uh, surgery, and then go open the door and have a chat with him and, of course, invite him into your home and then have to continue on with your prep. So so first first uh, road bump, if you will, mm-hmm. is there because it's going to happen. Yep. And it could be your favorite Uncle, your your nicest grandma, doesn't matter. Yeah. When someone's in your house before they need to be, they're in things, the way. Especially if you're married, mm. right? And and you have someone who may be doing the additional cleaning. Every minute is precious, mm-hmm. so it will happen. You just need to make sure that you're prepared for it. So he's in, but now we got to get that bird in the oven. You right. can't you can't rest on your laurels and dally too much. You give him a glass of wine. You tell him to sit down. And so the other thing is, most likely this person is also going to be one with strong opinions. Mm. Um, they're going to be there and they are going to ask you, well, why is your bird cut in half? Why have you cracked its ribs open and filleted it across this baking sheet? What's going on? You are going to need to prepare yourself to defend the spatchcock turkey. It is not a Norman Rockwell bird, which is what you would call uh, the full picturesque turkey right it is not a bird with stuffing in it right because we here don't like to have food poisoning and or an overcooked bird because you can only have one Mm. right undercooked bird with stuffing in it or overcooked bird with stuffing in it i know when your cousin gets there make sure every time he asks you yes i've had a fried turkey no this isn't a fried turkey no, next year I won't do a fried turkey. Mm. Okay, this is yours. You need to be able to own it, but be prepared to defend this decision. So at about, right about the time you put the bird in the oven, you'll hear a commotion from the living room. And this will either be your family uh, members who live in your house or your early uncle making some noise at the TV. This will be, at least in Detroit, the Lions uh, going down their first score right when the game started. And that is your... Uh, timer if you will to put out the hors d'oeuvres and a bottle of wine for your guests that should be arriving in the next 20 to 30 minutes for that way when they get into the house when they get in there they can start stuffing their faces with hors d'oeuvres and can leave you the hell alone that's right that's right so you have like we've said many things to do so we recommend super simple right especially for something like this um veggie tray does great uh shrimp cocktail it's chilled you can just take it out put it in the glass and then, you know, deviled eggs. Who doesn't love deviled eggs, right? right? But you, you got to be careful, right? You have to think ahead on how many deviled eggs you're going to need. Mm-hmm. Because everybody knows, Alex, what, what happens with yeah. deviled eggs? Well, you start eating them like you're a rat snake in a chicken coop That's the right. night before. So you got to prepare yourself. You make, there's really two batches of deviled eggs you make. The ones for the guests and everybody to eat. And then the ones you're going to eat along the way while you're making them. So you have to count that out in ahead of time. Exactly. Now... That's at about 145, like you said, when we need to put that out. We've got guests coming in T-minus 15 minutes. So this is the point where you need to mentally take a small timeout. 
I don't mean go outside and have a cigarette. I mean, I, you, you might be able to, but it's not mm. that big of a, of, of a time break. Yeah, you better, you better is, be able to one-drag this. Yeah, it is a time to just laser focus and prepare yourself for the mental onslaught that is about to come. I mean, you are going to be Jon Snow on the wall when Mance Raider comes and tries to raid Castle Black because that is what you're about to face. Hordes of wildlings that are... Your Thanksgiving Day guests are about to show up. Mm -hmm. So here we are. Family has now begun. They've begun to show up. Mm -hmm. That first doorbell is only preceded by another and another and another. And where do you want me to put the coats? I don't know. The coat rack. Yeah. I don't know. On the floor. I don't know. On the couch. It's not that big of a deal. I've got other things to do. The good news is. That early, uh, early family member that showed up, he now can tell his new business ventures that surely aren't just a Ponzi scheme to someone else. And so you can allow him, hey, Uncle Jeff, is that, is that Aunt Joni over there? Hmm. She was talking about a, a business ideas that, that, her, uh, that her nephew needed her, her, on the other side. Yeah, she might be interested in that. Well, see, and now that's about the only bit of good news you're going to have now, because in it, although you've allowed that to come off your plate, so to speak, if you'll provide for the pun, uh, these new family members that are showing up are now going to be showing up with the unwanted and unrequested side dishes that oh are going God. to cover your precious counter space. Less that they're even good side dishes, because they're not. More importantly, they're taking up my counter space. Where can I put this? Where can I put this? Do you have a heat pad? I didn't bring a crock pot. Do you have one I can use? And then on top of that, we're dealing with jello. We're dealing with veggie dishes that aren't veggie trays, but boiled peas and carrots and green beans that I already have a green bean castle. Why did you bring green beans? That was unnecessary. And then marshmallowed yams, which I don't understand where that even came from. But these are the things that not only, it's not good. They're not good. And you're taking up my counter space. Put them on the dining room table. Where they're going to go after that, I don't know. I don't know where we're going to eat. We got tray tables, I guess. Now, thanks for that, Aunt Martha. Yeah, and Aunt Martha, she never gets out of the kitchen. No. Blabbing your ear off Never gets out. Like, as you're washing, you know, you've got just giblets all up your elbows and stuff like this. And here she is, just leaning against the sink like it's fucking coffee talk. Is there anything I can do as she expects you to say no so that way she can continue to stand there and chew your ear off? And that's the best part, right? Like, is there a... is, Is there, like, some unwritten, like, cheat code that people try to do about asking as soon as they show up? Mm hmm Hey, what can, can anything I can do to help you? Because this is how I feel, right? If I'm hosting and I've invited you and I need you for something, like in the kitchen, like in the main, right? If I need you on at the brig to help Mm. steer this ship, I'm going to have talked to you about this prior, right? So they know when they're asking that you're going to... In my head, this is a, uh, it is a cheat code. It's a ploy. It's a societal ploy that I think we all use. I use it when I go to other people's houses. You walk there immediately. You ask, is there anything that I can do? Generally and normally, the correct response is no. There's nothing, but thank you for your offer. What that does is that allows you an out throughout the rest of the time. They can't dare ask you to do something because you have already asked and they have declined. And so now you sail through the rest of the evening. Oh, man. So, like, uh, I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and you know what I'm going to do? 
instead of just giving the no no i'm all fine i'm gonna call him out be like not right now but i'll probably need you after dinner or i'll probably need you you can do that (laughs) And i'm gonna fucking mark them for death you can do that but they might if they're squirrely enough they might leave at some point post dinner but what you can do to allow that uh, to allow that door to be open, you can say you can give them one small task right then. So you didn't say no, and you did give them a job. So they don't know another one's coming. But you say, hey, can, you know what? Uh, uh, Grandma Shirley over here, can you grab her coat and put it in the closet? She's been holding on to it for a little bit now. Something that anybody, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Go get it, puts it in the closet. Right. Now I now I know you'll do but the see, job. But see, like, my anxiety kicks in because then they come back. Oh, I don't. What what coat hangers do you use for coats? Is Which it the ones? hallway closet, the one with the toilet paper? Right, you ask them to take no. out the garbage. You're like, where do you keep the garbage bags? Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, where where is your garbage? You're right. And, that, and then half, you know, they take it out and they don't put a bag in there. And then you go to like throw some shit mm-hmm. away and there's nothing in it. Which one's going to be a simple test. Yeah, I mean, so it's, I almost, like, you can, but you're walking. Yeah, another no, no, that, that's there. a tough thing. That's, that's why, kinda, that's why the, the easy answer is. They ask, you say no, and then you just got to do the dishes at or the end of the night. you tell them, mm, not right now, I got it all covered, but I, I'll need you probably before we have dessert. And then watch the color fucking sink out of mm-hmm. their face. And they're like, I think I think Larry David did a bit on that in Kirby Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. He's like, is there anything I can do for you? And someone like takes him off. He's like, well, it's not a real... No, I just, I'm supposed it's like, to say It's this. just something you say. Yes. Well... Around about three o'clock now, right? The bird's been in there. It's been cooking a bit. We've been doing some other things. You've been hosting your guests, trying to pawn them off as much as you can. And at this point, there's a very good chance things may be going to fucking hell for you. Mm -hmm. So, Alex, when can I just break into the liquor and throw the towel in? Liquor's for closers. If you don't close this dinner out, you don't get any. This is your reward at the end of the night. Sure, people may be getting a literal divorce in your living room. Your bird might be getting overcooked in the, in the oven because you forgot to turn it or something. Or you forgot to put the convection on. The potatoes, you forgot to boil the water. Now we got to start cooking now. You can't do it. Pour another glass of wine. Crack another beer. Liquors for closers. Liquors for closers. You have not earned this shot. Correct. So, I, I, then that's, we warned them. Beginning of the day. Well, we and so you. and we to be you. fair, this is that feeling coincides with the time that we need to start. The mac needs to go in the oven. The green bean casserole needs to be in a baking dish and going in the oven. These sides need to be getting in the oven or wherever they're going for you. Um, and this will also be about the time where people are kind of mulling around the dining room, living room, and you're now getting this barrage of not asking if they can help. But just chitter chat questions. What are you doing? You got this over here. Have you boiled the water yet? Have you, did you put salt in the water? You're supposed to put salt in the water when you boil something. And as much as you'd like to give them your best Hell's Kitchen Gordon Ramsay's fuck off, you can't. Bite the teeth. You can down your last glass of wine as a substitute, substitute, uh, substitute for a shot and get back to it. Yep. Keep yep. your mouth shut. Grind your teeth. Don't look them in the eyes. Get back to work. Yeah, I find the... Um... Like you said, the no eye contact and the one word answers. Yeah. Um, and, then, policy. and then when they still um, don't give in, what we recommend you do is also, if you have a helper, a wife, a significant other, a brother, a mother, someone who's helping and being your sous chef, if you will, mm-hmm. um, you ask them to do something like something marginal. 
but while they're talking. Hey, right? can like, you do this for you're, me real You're quick? establishing that I'm not fucking listening yeah. to you. I'm busy. I have shit to do. Please go away. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to get into our our rounding into home base. Now, if you're still with us and you're still going, this is great. So we now got to turn our attention back to this bird. Now, you've probably been wondering... There was no cues on what I need to base the bird. Well, we don't base the bird, okay? You don't need to base the bird. All basting does is make sure your skin isn't crispy, and it actually slows down your cooking time. I will give you a little bit of cooking advice right here. All that does is sweat the bird. Look it up. You can figure it out, but don't do it. You don't need to. The bird's going to be as juicy as the bird's going to be. The best thing you can do is cooking time. Now, every bird is different, okay? I can't tell you put it in at this time and it'll come out at this time. Roundabout for spatch cook, spatchcock chicken is about eight minutes a pound. 15 minutes if you're doing a full bird. Best thing you can do is have a leave-in temperature mm. probe that you can leave in with a monitor outside your oven and you can watch it. You're going to want one in some dark meat and in, in the thighs and you're going to want one in the thickest part of the breast. If you don't have that, give yourself a little bit of time. This is probably, like I said, eight minutes a pound. When you start poking the bird with a regular instant read thermometer, which is a must-have, you have to have one. You can buy one for like 10 bucks. You're fine. About the time you're being asked why you're still single is when you really need to start checking your bird's temperature. Now, if you are not single, if you are in a relationship and or married, uh, it is also about the time you're going to be asked about when you will have kids. If you have kids, if you are all of those things, this is about the time you finished your first bottle of wine on your own. These are kind of the time points, right? The 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 precision points that we found over many years uh, that, that this is when the bird's getting close to being done. So you're going to want to go ahead and check it all out. So bird comes out, sides are being pulled. You're carving the bird up. Everything's going great. You holler. Nobody fucking listens. That's the weirdest thing I've mm-hmm. ever found. If I can take an aside away from everybody and just talk to you, Alex. Why is it that when you spend hours and hours and people come from all corners of the roundabout area mm-hmm. to eat in your home and you make the food and then you holler, all right, dinner's ready. Come fucking get it. I have to say it like 12 times. Yes. You have to go individually almost everybody. This is the whole fucking premise for you being in my house right now. I don't want you to be here as much as you don't want to be here. Eat the food. Pay attention. Come eat this food. So, let's get back on track. Yeah. So, your dinner is now ready to be served to your guests. And so, inevitably, when you get them up or when they're at the table, the the best way to do it is really a a procession line. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. But if you're serving at the table, however... Your Thanksgiving dinner is now served. We forgot the rolls. Fuck! We forgot the rolls, mm. right? Because this will happen. It will happen every time every because time. you have to fight for space in your oven. Good news is you will not find a recipe for rolls on our social media that we are sharing because you will just buy a pack of sweet rolls. King's Hawaiian, mm-hmm. whatever you like. Oven should still be hot. Put them on a thing. Put them in there. They're going to get it when they get it. Other thing that people might be asking you at this point, what might they ask us, Alex? What's the conversation etiquette that we can have at the dinner table? 
I'll tell you what the conversation etiquette that you can have at the table is. Clearly, we all know no politics, no religion talk. That may be brought up. If it is, you quash it immediately with not acknowledging the person who's talking about it. You go on, Uncle Larry's chatting your off about why he believes in God and thinks whatever he thinks. You go, so Aunt Martha, that's right. You know, how's retirement? You've been what one year, two years now, and he's just let him go. He's fine. You can tune him out like a, turning off a hearing aid in one of your ears. That's right. After that, other acceptable things we can talk about. The Lions have now fully lost the game. We can discuss that and how awful they are, and we can just prattle on about the colloquialisms. Ooh, got that one out. About how the quarterback sucks and needs to be replaced, and somebody will argue with that, and then does the head coach need to replace? Ah, and they're not going to change if we change the whole squad. Standard things you talk yes. about when your team yep. loses. From there, you can move on to what should be 80% of the conversation, and that is dead silence chewing because mm-hmm. we're all here to stuff That's our right. fat asses with food, and that is That's what right. we're going to do. That's right. On another note, you are allowed one point to somebody else that they're being a picky eater. Food's not touching on the plate. They've got mm-hmm. everything. They have everything a little segregated. They're not eating half. they got a piece of mashed, some mashed potatoes, piece of turkey, no green bean casserole, no mac and cheese, maybe some boiled corn that they brought themselves and snuck it on the top of your stove to make. Um, you, you are allowed one, you're being a picky eater, and that's ridiculous. Outside of that, you're, belli- you're being belligerent, and you need to move on. Keep Stuff your face with another roll. You'll be fine. By that time, everyone should be wrapping up, getting their second plate. By the time the second plate's happy, people are up, moving around, conversations kind of fading off at this point. You know what someone might ask you, though, is... Where's the cranberry sauce? And this is and this is very important. Mm-hmm. And some of you might be wondering, where's the cranberry sauce? Correct. Well, I'm looking through your slides on your socials, and I don't see cranberry sauce as a side. Got to have it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a big it's a big conundrum, and there's a lot of questions and uncertainty about it. And so we're gonna settle it right now. Correct. So a lot of people ask, how do you serve it? What do you? But the biggest thing that a lot of people ask is what color trash bag does the cranberry sauce mm. belong in and we're here to tell you it's not that complicated it's really not i prefer plastic i know people that prefer brown paper bags yeah or, or garbage disposals just get that shit mm-hmm. out of my fucking mm-hmm. house you can take it out of the can and dump it down the garbage disposal you can keep the can sealed and just throw it directly in the garbage yeah. if you're so inclined to do it really doesn't just matter get it fucking out of here because it's absolute trash exactly unmitigated fucking mm-hmm. Garbage. Don't care if it's from a can. Don't care if your great aunt Janet made it herself. Don't care. Not welcome. Not welcome. No. So, dinner's done. People are moving on. How do you feel? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to you, Alex. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about non-second platers? What does that do to you? Uh, I'll give a, a, a caveat to this. First thing, I think you're a quitter. I think you're a loser and a That's quitter, right. and you didn't bring your game face when you showed up. You today. think the Pilgrims didn't get a second plate? Exactly. They showed up. They didn't kill all those Indians to not get a second exactly. plate. Exactly. Rape and pillage their entire village? Yeah, no, no. Only one plate. Fuck, get out, the fuck of here. out of here. I will say the only caveat is if you make the largest first plate I've ever fucking seen in my life that's taller than you when you're sitting down, okay, I'll let you slide. But yeah, if you're if you're not second plate in here, I'm gonna go. Ah, gee, before you come here, I'm gonna give you some type of sly comment because you're not getting up from that table with only one plate. And even aside, so you make like a fucking mountainous thing, but like, there's optics to this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's 
optics. I'm not going to be offended if you have this gigantic plate and you eat it all, but there's something about it, right? Yeah. The world has given you a day off of anything. Mm-hmm. Unless you're one of our wonderful first responders, nurses, and, you know, uh, essential workers is now a term, right? You don't have the day off. You are appreciated. And you all deserve a second plate. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That's it. They're not at work for you to have one fucking plate. Right. Okay. They are off saving our lives and keeping us safe so that way we can overindulge ourselves with more than one plate. Prob- anyone who's listening to this one is like, I guarantee you I don't show up to my Thanksgiving Day shift so you can have the second plate. What the f- are you guys Good thing we don't have a guest on this episode. So, but yeah, I feel like, and like you said, the other thing, what was it? Uh, um, the picky eaters and mm-hmm. kids, kids tables over there. Yeah, right. Okay, this is the this is the fine china at the adult table. Kids tables over there. Right. I can get you one of my uh, plastic, uh, non toxic, whatever can be washed in the top rack of the dishwasher. Kids plates. Yeah, that has the you. segments yep. already That's in there, and it gets you a little like two tablespoons exactly. per 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 yeah. filling. I got some sippy cups too. Mm-hmm. All right, you need a bib. All right, back on track. If you're still here. You're going to feel like it's over. It's done. Mm. You're so close, mm-hmm. but it's not. You're on that final third of the marathon. Your nipples are chafed all Oh, hell. my God. Like, you want to just shit everywhere, but mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah. So, it's coffee and dessert time. Mm-hmm. So, you got to have, you got to clear the table, and you got to serve dessert. You have to serve the pie, put the whipped cream out. It is, you're going to want to just say, come get it. You're going to need to cut it. You're going to need to serve it because you're going to get that cousin who's going to take three pieces of pie yeah. or take three pieces of pie in, in one, one slice. piece, yeah. right? And then you're going to have an issue. Mm-hmm. So just don't let it get away. You're going to want to just mm-hmm. put the feet up, hit cruise control, and just relax. You've worked so hard for so long. Don't let it get away from don't you Don't let it get away from you because I guarantee you if you don't see it through – it will absolutely get away from you. Exactly. You pre-cut your slices. You you could even pre-plate them you before plate you even it. say you, pie's even ready. Absolutely. Because they, they don't care. They can fuck with their own whipped cream. Put your whipped cream out and say, hey, do what you like. Here's, here's, here's a key that I've learned. You put the whipped cream out, whether it's an aerosol or a tub, but you cut and you plate. Because if you give people the op- and you and then you tell them, like you said. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you give people the option, hey- Dessert's ready. Ah, I want a small piece. Can I have this? Can I, uh, which piece has more? Cr- like, no. You get the right here. Yeah. Right here. They, so then you don't have the opportunity. You don't give them the opportunity to give these finite detailed orders. Exactly. Because you can, the, the pieces are all relatively the same size. You can have one. You cannot have one. To be honest, at this point, this might be a first world comment. I don't care if you take one piece. And eat two bites out of it and throw it out. I just don't want the question. It's not the point. I don't want the question. This is ceremony right yeah. here. Right? Take it, get your cup of do. coffee, and go sit your fat ass down over there and digest some food. So now, coffee is served. Mm. Pie is dispersed. Mm-hmm. And now... There's a, there's a nice lull quietness that, that falls over at this point. People are kind of... So, old people are taking naps. Trip to fans kicking yeah, in. Yeah, the, the Sunday night football's on, or Thursday night football's on yep. in this case. You got the itis. Yep, everyone's Everybody's hanging nap. out. This is time for cocktail hour. Oh, God. This is all of your preparation and all of your hard work listening to this podcast, listening to me make cocktails and us talk about cocktails for the last three months now. 
this has led you to this point. Now you can have whatever you'd like. I have a particular favorite, which you've heard before here. But the whole point of this is you can step back, lean up against your full sink in the kitchen, take a deep breath, nobody's around you, grab the booze out of the cabinet. Liquor is for closers. Liquor is That's for closers. You, you are and at you the closing stages. Earned it. If you have a special place to go, mm-hmm. you got like a like study or an office where you keep some stuff. You got a you know attached garage. If you smoke, this is a good time to go outside and channel your inner Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. You know the r- push your blue sweater up your sleeves, light the cigarette, take a drag, put the cigarette down by your sides, close your eyes, and just let it go. Find your cathartic release mm-hmm. because you have done it. Yeah. And so uh, getting into that. So uh, if you're still taking suggestions from me on cocktails, I like, uh, um, and we've talked about this many times, um, uh, a Manhattan right here. A Manhattan is the perfect end of the night holiday cocktail. It, it's, a, it's a dark cocktail. It's heavy, but not like weight in your stomach heavy because you just ate all this food. But it kind of like a almost go to bed cocktail it's warm it wraps you up like a nice great job hug and if you want to be a little technical it is a digestif the dark whiskey the sweet vermouth helps enzymes in your stomach break down only the french would figure out how to make alcohol drinking helpful for metabolizing food because they're ridiculous so once you kind of finish this and you return to your guests you're gonna you're gonna notice something not right away, but pretty soon people are gonna be leaving, packing up, saying goodbyes, and then there are gonna be a few stragglers. And uh, this is the the point where you you avoided your Gordon Ramsay. You don't have to avoid it this time. Uh, it's best if you don't really go full on. But I mean, you need to John Taffer and just shut it down. I mean, get. Yeah, you don't get gotta go the home. Fuck out. Just get out of my house. And the best way to do that is to do what you did when you were ignoring the chatterboxes around three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Just start picking up. Yep. If you got kids, it's even better by saying, "All right, time to go take a shower." Nothing tells people to get the fuck out of my house. Then there's kids work. Then hey, we're starting to do bedtime routines, and I don't care that you're still in my house. Like I'm literally glazing over you. But turn the TV off and watch mm-hmm. what happens. I've found, uh, if you, especially if you have a, a smaller downriver house as we do, um, that in downriver Michigan, for those who don't live in Michigan, uh, what you can do is you can open the front door. So, like, you have a screen door there, right? So you're not exposing people to the outside. Yes. But yes. the heat's going to escape. It's going to get a little chilly in the room. And people are going to know. Like, you don't say anything. You just walk out. You open it. And then you just walk back to the kitchen. The That's door's right. open. People see that there is an escape avenue for those who do, in fact, want to leave. And then when the first one goes, the floodgates go. It's time to go. So, with that, you've hosted Thanksgiving now. Successfully at this point. You faced every obstacle, beaten back every challenge, proven yourself as the finest host in the entire family and in the entire county, if I may be so bold. And now as you uh, look forward to reclaiming your home, as you close the last door on the last relative who seemingly didn't comprehend that you wanted nothing more but for them to get the fuck out of your house, you can turn around, take a deep breath, and finally start doing the fucking dishes. 
Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.